Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello, welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller and welcome to a pro wrestling podcast hosted by me, as the title suggests. We're only a few days away from Christmas now, or the holiday season, so I want to shout out everybody out there. I hope you're having a nice time, hope you're getting ready, going to see family, or maybe you're spending it by yourself, maybe you're working. No matter what you're up to, I hope you have a nice time. And if you've never listened before, and this is the first time you have listened, please do go back in time and check the episode that dropped on Wednesday. You can check it on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash the Miller Report Rules, or you can find it on any podcast service imaginable. You just search for Simon miller's pro wrestling podcast now because all of my podcast and personal work is supported by patreon.com forward slash simon 316 i always like to have a second episode in the week where we do bring a patron on you know this if you're a long time listener and today i'm very happy all the way from across the pond we have my man daniel daniel how are we doing today I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, man. As you as you will know, and as everybody will know, when I get someone, it's all. I love it when anyone comes on. I really get a kick out of this. I think the chats are great. You never know where they're going to go, but I still get a kick out of the fact when I know someone is in a different country. I don't know why. You think I would have grown up by now, but I'm not. I just find it effortlessly cool. Yeah, man. I'm out here in Los Angeles. It's 10 a.m. right now. 10:06 actually, and we're that's like. What, 6 p.m. your time? It is, man. It's just gone 6 p.m. on a, on a cold Thursday. Uh, this will obviously drop on uh, the, the, the day after. But yeah, it's all good, man. Like, I, I always want to make time for these because, honestly, the amount we've done recently as well, you just never know what kind of direction, uh, direction you're going to go in. And who knows? Who knows what we'll end up talking about by before this episode is over. But as always, before we begin, let me know, you know, tell me a bit about your journey. Tell me a bit about what got you into this crazy thing that we all love. Like, what, what is it about the word of pro wrestling that, you know, to gets you... Why do you like it, basically? What is it? Because it's still a mystery to me, and I've been watching it for <laughs> decades. Well, my my earliest memory of wrestling, it might be odd, is when, um, I think I was like four or five, um, when Brock Lesnar was, when he was in his feud with um, Zach Gowan, I just remember the match where he was beating, beating him up, he's all bloody. I don't know why that's my earliest memory. Yeah, but that is. What an introduction to wrestling. I mean, because I, I watch that a lot. And that sounds like a weird thing to say, but I often show that to people. Like, people that don't really watch wrestling, and that my friends, they'll often ask me, oh, Miller, show me something, like, really screwed up in wrestling. And I'm like, watch this. <laughs> it's like this super athlete beating up this dude with one leg. And you're just like, what on earth? I mean, what did you think when you first saw that? I mean, look, if we are trying to present wrestling as real, it does come across as legit. Like, he really does kick the crap out of that boy. Yeah, because I, I was so young, I thought it was real. I see the blood and everything. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I see his mother right there. I think it was his mother. I'm like, is this real? I didn't know. I thought it was real. I'm like, what the heck? But I still kept watching. Like, it's entertaining. Like, he's just beating up this, this jacked guy, beating up this one-legged guy. And then I remember he pushed him off the stairs. And I'm like, that's terrible, too. Oh, man, the stair thing. Yeah, the stair thing was just, oh, I just, oh, man. So what, but, so, <laughs> I mean, I kind of get it to a certain extent. But what was it about that specifically that got you got you hooked. I mean, did it did it sell you on Brock Lesnar? Like, is was that one of the things you're like, who is this sort of big up Jack dude? Yeah, it did because he was like the first wrestler that I ever saw because of that. And then I just saw like 
yeah, he's such a like a, a, a animal beast, a terrible person. I'm like, uh, but I like this guy. He's, he's, he's a big bully. I like him. He's just beating people up. No, you're honestly, man. There is there, there is something to that as well because especially when you're that age and you're first getting into wrestling, uh, like. It, it's like Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Stone Cold Steve Austin went around and basically did... If you get rid of the context, Stone Cold Steve Austin walked around and did terrible things. He did terrible things to everyone. <laughs> but that's kind of why it was cool, because you're like, oh, I'm not really meant to be watching this. Um, so after that, does, does Brock Lesnar become your guy? And what other memories do you have? I mean, yeah, obviously, that's the first thing, you, you, your earliest memory anyway. But what comes next to kind of, you know, sink its teeth um. in? Brock Lesnar, remember the Doctor of Thugonomics, Dad John Cena iteration, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Ma, those people like in the early, to, like around the 2000s, like early 2000s when I was like really growing up, I watched those people mostly, like when I had the chance and I found a channel and everything. Those are people that I got hooked up on. Yeah, and do you, because that's, that's an interesting time to get into it because obviously John Cena, that is like John Cena's rise to fame yeah and it is it is when well i mean we'll talk about this in a second but that, i mean that is when he finally got over for lack of a better term like that's when people start yeah. going oh i like this guy and then obviously a few years later he, he's been he's become the man he's he, he's become vince McMahon's sort of you know pet whatever and yeah people turn on him so i mean did you keep watching for john cena i mean because if, if you if you see him and you're there at his yeah like at his peak does he do enough to make you a fan, or is it everybody? Yeah, because after Brock Lesnar left, like, I didn't know what happened to Brock Lesnar. I was, I was a little kid, but I guess he was just gone. And remember... <laughs> he just walked out. <laughs> yeah, he just walked out. Uh, then I remember, like, when he got when John Cena got drafted to SmackDown, I mean, Raw, and Chris Jericho introduced him, and from then on, he became my guy. Like, he, he, him and Randy Orton were my favorites growing up. See, a lot of people say that, too, because there is a cynical impression of those two because they did fight a lot you know they, they, they had matches all the time and it got a bit boring to some people but i know i've got a, a friend of mine and he's got kids and, and he he grew up with john cena and randy orton and he loves them like, he, he can't get enough of them because they were his guys right they were his hulk yeah. hogan and ultimate warrior so it's almost like they they could do no wrong so let's focus on john cena for a little bit because like, we never had to have this conversation before did you ever turn on john cena or were you because again if you're just a little kid there must at some stage i mean i guess it's kind of different now but there must be some stage where you're like why is everyone booing this man i don't really well not even that why are all the men booing this man but all the girls and sort of kids are, are cheering him because that's the reaction he got every time he came out yeah yeah i was a little kid so he was always my guy i never really turned on him but i did start like as he was getting like more on Raw, more championships, like I didn't realize people were booing him. I didn't, I didn't get it. I was a kid. I was like, I was a little boy, like, this is my guy. He's superhero, super Cena. So I never really got like when I was younger why people booed him, but now like I understand because he was people saying he was um, beating all the young talent, this and that. So yeah, but yeah, I was a little kid, so I was like Team but, Cena. But that's the, that's kind of all that matters, right? Because the idea of John Cena was to get people to watch the show. And John yeah. Cena got you to watch the show. So, again, this is me playing devil's advocate a little bit. But you could make the argument that it doesn't even matter if he was, whether he was or wasn't. Let's just say that he is for the sake of this. It doesn't even matter if he was holding people down because I'm guessing you like the fact he beat everybody up, right? You're a little kid. That's the best thing in yeah. the world. Like He's like a hero. He had a great theme song, the good merch, the spinning championship. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. 
when he when he brought that out first with the United States champion, then with the WWE champion, I'm like, what? This is so cool. <laughs> the way his his attire also I thought was cool. Just the shorts, sneakers, jersey. Yeah. See, that's why they're fascinating. I, I really, really do because, yeah, it, it goes to show that it is quite difficult. Oh man, I'm going to get heat for this, but it is quite, it is quite difficult to book for that mass demographic because it worked yeah. for you. Like it, it worked for you 100. percent But and I actually always like John Cena, so I can't really comment. But obviously, you know, you just have to type John Cena's name into the internet, and within five minutes, you will find countless in, uh, interviews and uh, you know comment threads or whatever saying, "Oh, he did this and he did that." But I, look, the other thing I will say is, given where we are at the moment with WWE and the fact that we lack star power, I now look at John Cena's run and actually think it's even more incredible than it was back then because it seems like. He did keep the company from hitting this brick wall that they have recently because he was a star. Like, you know, people bought his merchandise. People wanted to go see him live. Like, he, you know, he got people out of their houses and down to the building. And you could say now not a lot of people are doing that. So you're still watching now, obviously. Yes. Have you taken a break or have you followed right through? Um, when I was little, I watched. And then I remember I watched up to, what you say? Where the DX reunion was, like 2006, 7, 8. Yeah. From that time and after that, I think I took a break just because I didn't have cable. <laughs> it happens. Parents had other stuff to pay. Cool with that. And then I came back um, during the tail end of CM Punk's run as champion, the 434-day reign. Then, like, for a year, then I stopped because I didn't have cable. Then, I, then when they started the brand split, the recent one, that's when I bought the cable. Like, I started having the job and everything. I bought cable myself. Bought the WWE Network and I've been watching ever since. Man, there you go, dude. I mean, that is a fan right there. As soon as you had the opportunity to get back involved, you were like, <laughs> yeah, damn right I am. So I always, yeah, sorry. No, you go, man. You go. I always go. try to. During that time, I always try to keep up, read stuff. Like, there's this guy, like, who's this guy named Daniel Bryan? Like, he's winning champ. Like, who the heck is this guy, Daniel Bryan? <laughs> so I looked at him like, what the heck? Like, during the like. I didn't try to. I didn't really keep up too much from like the 2014 or 15. I know what happened, but that took a break from that time as well. Yeah, like I was, I was still keeping up a little, but yeah, it was hard to like. I didn't have that much. I didn't have internet that much, so it was hard to keep up. So what do you think about it these days? I mean, that's. I always. I, it's, it's always such a wide question, but you get such polarizing opinions. I mean, even on the raw that we had on Monday, you know, the fallout from it has been crazy. Like, I really accepted it as this big change that we may potentially to be go on, but some people will not budge. And look, I, I, I respect that I'm here for anybody's opinions, but I do find it a bit crazy that they're like, no, they're not going to do it. And yet they'll keep watching. <laughs> that's the thing I don't get. It's like, you know, you can just turn it off. Like you can moan too. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, where, where are you at with WWE in 2018? And also sort of the wider wrestling world. Have you fallen in with new Japan or independent promotion? or are you purely a Vince McMahon guy um for WWE I've been like since the brand split like I thought it was fairly I've been I thought it's been doing good especially Smackdown and Raw sometimes you know it has episodes here and there that are, that are decent like just you just run through them but like about this new thing like the new era like the McMahon set I, I think we'd have to wait until like after the holidays just because these holidays are not going to really do something but as you saw from, in Smackdown Mustafa Ali got put in the main event so that's they're doing something obviously they're doing something. and the tag team division is getting revitalized as for outside of the WWE um I don't really watch outside of the WWE but there's this time like when TNA was like had all their people Samoa Joe Kurt with Jeff Hardy I watched a little bit of that and I actually liked it not gonna lie I did watch all in I do keep up with I do know like some of the what's happening in New Japan and 
ROH and all that stuff. But WWE is your main thing. WWE is most my thing. But if I don't, if I'm not watching WWE, I'm, I'm more of a UFC guy. Okay. I'm a UFC guy as well. We can talk about that as well. We will talk about UFC later, actually, because obviously that ties into Brock Lesnar. In fact, fuck it, we'll do it now. Yeah. So, <laughs> did you follow Brock Lesnar across the UFC? Um, when he went to the UFC, I think I I didn't know he went, but I wasn't that much of a diehard fan. But I had the UFC video games. Yeah. So I played that, and that's how I knew he was in the UFC, and then he became champion and all that. So. Like, at that time, I wasn't that much of a diehard because I was, like, a little kid still. Yeah. It was, like, more recent years, but, yeah. it was. But when I look at the grant, like, when I think about it, he went in there, he beat top-class talent, top-class martial artists, which is very impressive. So, I have to give him my hat out for that. Well, he's just a freak, isn't he? Like, the, over exactly. the years, as I've kind of got older, like you said as well, and you kind of understand how difficult it is to do things, and I mean anything, when you see how yes. big he is, and how he can move around an octagon or a ring. Even now, in his early 40s, like, you know, during his last sort of little run in the WWE, he's, he is a freak. Like, and I think we've forgotten that because, and I understand why a lot of people feel, uh, you know, um, upset with the way that he comes and goes. I've never had a problem with it because I think he's managed to create an amazing deal for himself. And it's hard for me to ever, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know, I just find it hard to criticize because I feel like that's what yeah. we're, all, we're, all, we're all focusing on anyway. But, when you started getting into UFC, did you find that it ate into your wrestling time? Or, I know this happens to some people as well, like my friend, this happened to my friend John. Do you feel like, because, I mean, maybe not now, because the UFC bubble has popped a little bit, but sort of you know, a couple of years ago when it was really firing, did you feel like UFC was out WWE and WWE, and therefore when you tune back into Raw or SmackDown, you're like, it's just not as good because I feel like I'm watching it better elsewhere? Not really, because I already, like, I knew, like, that's real and this is scripted. So I yeah. know that UFC is real. You're going to get, like, unexpected things in WWE. It's kind of like, you know what you're going to th- I try to separate the two things, but I keep in, like, like, this past two, three years, like, I keep watching the pay-per-views for WWE and UFC, like, hand-in-hand. Hand. Like, they're bo- I know they're both separate things, so I don't really see a crossover or anything, like, ruining my time with wrestling or UFC. No, you got your head screwed on, my friend. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, they just, they watch UFC and they just can't go back to wrestling. I never really, yeah. I, I never really understood it. So we've got to the end of 2018. Um, I'm hoping to do an episode next week, but just so everyone is aware, we won't do a Patreon one next week because of course it's the holidays and I know people are seeing their family. But what do you, what, what do you make of this year overall? We'll kind of do like a roundup a little bit. Like, do you, I know that we've hit a bang or hit a wall, I should say, at the end of it. We have. Like Vincent Mann coming out on Raw, holding his hands up and saying, whoops, you know, it's, it's quite indicative of the product that we have. But, I mean, did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? Because when I look back, this is kind of what I got. I thought all the big four pay-per-views I thought were, I liked them all. I like WrestleMania. I like the Royal Rumble. I like Survivor Series. I like SummerSlam. TLC was the last pay-per-view of the year. So straight away, that is five out of the 12 pay-per-views that WWE put on, which I enjoyed. So while Raw and SmackDown may have kind of, you know, gone up and down, I still think more or less, don't get me wrong, it could have been better. But I certainly don't think it was this sort of botting him out year that a lot of people have have painted it as and obviously you know daniel bryan came back um i mean you know i think braun Strowman had an okay year but you know seth rollins kind of cemented himself as the top baby face we, we did get a deal ambrose heel turn which i've wanted for a while even though they kind of botched it a little bit I and mean, what do you think about the, the entire year in general good bad indifferent don't care 
I think it was good. Like when you started off there with the Royal Rumble and the debut of Ronda Rousey, which I was hyped for. Like at the end of the Royal Rumble, it was like it felt like a big time moment, unexpected. And I, the Royal Rumble was really great. I liked it. The men's, women's. Then let me think. I'm sorry, I think. Uh, yeah, and yeah, like you said, the Big Four was good. The Survivor Series could have been better. I could have. They could have been better. Of the the five on five men's match could have been better. The Brock, I, I didn't have a, a problem with Brock Lesnar being the champion. I like Brock Lesnar. That's my guy. I wish we could add more John Cena, but I get it. He has um, other obligations to do. Because they, they, they are lacking star power without John Cena. Just because he's been their guy. And with Roman Reigns down, it's hard to like, it's hard for a top guy to step up. You get me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, I genuinely think, other than their need to focus on the tag team division. Because I really do think... That is such an yeah. easy way to make Raw and SmackDown more interesting because, you know, you already, it, it's a visual thing. If you look at WWE and you say that it's a singles person's territory and you focus on that, say, 85% of the time, but if you really push the tag team division straight away for that 15% when you're looking at tag teams, it's going to feel different because you, you can do more. There's four men or four women as opposed to yeah. two men or two women. So... I would like, but other than that, yeah, I think their other main problem is they need a star. They need somebody to, to sit on top of the mountain. They don't have that. Like, you know, I think Seth Rollins could be that guy, but he's never really been given the chance, so we don't know. Yeah. I think Drew McIntyre has the potential to be a main eventer, but not necessarily the guy. And there are other there are uh, other options as well. But, yeah, but you need a reason to tune in. And John Cena was yeah. that reason, and he's obviously a, a movie star now, so that ain't gonna <laughs> happen anytime soon. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think probably Drew McIntyre should be their guy. Like I, I have him on a slight edge over Seth Rollins, just because he has a better look. Yeah, and he's been he's been Vince McMahon said that was his guy like back in back in the day, so you just need to push him. I don't know what he's doing right now with Finn and Dolph. Like he should just just go up, the challenge for the title, maybe the IC title, probably win the World Rumble. Well, the the new rumor mentioning Finn Balor is apparently that he is getting pushed now. Now, obviously, these, who knows about these rumors and, and all kinds of things, but apparently the reason he's been doing, you know, he's had a really successful December is because it, as we go into 2019, they're going to push Finn Balor, which I, I, I am for. I do think there's a lot of rehab work to do because obviously he hasn't yeah. been treated well. I mean, that, that to me, you know, if we were going to up and down 2018, a down would absolutely be the way that Finn Balor was treated because... I'm not even necessarily a huge fan of Finn Balor, but you'd have to be blind not to see how relatable the dude is. Like People like him. It's just a natural, I like this person. So, you know, to, to kind of fight against that wave of appreciation, that, that seems crazy to me. So I don't understand that. But yeah, I, I do agree with you with Drew McIntyre. Um, I, the reason I would put Seth first is because I feel like he... I just feel like he deserves a shot. I'm not saying it's going to work, I just kind of feel like I'd like to see what he would do in that position. I don't ever think he's been there. Even when he was champion, I don't think he was treated as the guy. But yeah, Drew McIntyre, I think it's kind of almost like written in the stars, isn't it? Because, yeah, you're right. When, yeah. when he, he was the chosen one. Yeah, it, was, it was his first exactly. gimmick that he was given. And here we are like 10 years on or whatever. And he's finally, you know, he's kind of finally reached that status. And you're right, he does got a good look. He's good on promos. He's good in the ring. He's basically got everything. I, I think he can be a top heel there for yeah. ages. It's not, if, if not, if they could, uh, another... Uh, person I would say it would probably be EC3 if they know how to book him right because he has a look he's good in promos and he has a great body as well well look all those guys that are coming up I don't think we talked about that much obviously EC3 is one I've always liked EC3 
I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that you've seen him a lot of an impact as well, right? Because you mentioned Impact earlier. Yeah. yeah, I think I stopped watching Impact because when they're on Spike TV, I watched them. When they're on Spike TV, but then after like it's it goes, they're on these random channels. Like I forgot what they're WGN or something like that. I don't know. That I couldn't. I didn't really have. But I did hear him, and I, I did um, watch him somewhat. He was always a good character, a good heel. But yeah, I was watching TNA back when Kurt Angle was. I think the Maven Mafia. Not oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they were actually pretty good in like the like mid two thousands or like later mid two thousand, like two thousand nine, ten. Uh, yeah, it would have been then. Yeah, yeah, it would have been around then. I like the main event. They were all right. <laughs> I thought it was a good <laughs> idea. But no, I, I've always thought EC3, I mean, A, he looks like a WWE guy, right? Like, he's got, yeah. he, he ticks all their boxes. And no, he's not the best wrestler in the world, but sometimes you don't need to be. He's still good. Like, a, a lot of people kind of crap over him for that. I'm like, I was being a bit harsh. I really like him. I, I, I think he has something EC3. And, I, you know, he, he's got that cocky heel persona. That if used right, I think eventually will get so popular with people that they'll turn him face organically. Um, yeah, I, I like him a lot. And it's, it's, it's talking about all the people that are being called up, it's why I'm excited about Lars Sullivan as too. Like, I, I again, I'm not saying that I'm the biggest Lars Sullivan fan there is, but he looks like a crazy person. He's clearly going to be booked to act like a crazy person. Vince McMahon will like him because he's massive. And if we are about to enter a new year, we want new faces, new characters, new matchups. I think he fits into that perfectly. Yeah, um, I'll have him more on. I'll, I'm pretty sure you would agree to have him on SmackDown because they they already have another monster in Braun Strowman, and for Lars Sullivan, I didn't watch much of him because for NXT I don't really watch too much NXT. I watch Takeovers, um, but yeah, uh, the first time I heard about Lars Sullivan was in I heard that the that Brock Lesnar I think he trained him or he trained with him or vouched for him, and that's how I got to learn who he is, and that and I got me more interested in him, and he probably is gonna be. Probably going to get pushed when it gets to the main roster. I hope so. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, I've always said this. So many people say, oh, you can't just come on the main roster and beat everybody. Yeah, you can. <laughs> like, that's what Goldberg did. I mean, that's basically Goldberg what Brock Lesnar basically did that as well, right? Like, when Brock Lesnar yeah. first arrived, I, I know he had a yes. few... Yeah, I'm, he hasn't been pinned in like ages. It's hilarious, so. right? I think if you actually, same with Goldberg, if you actually go through their win-loss records, it is so funny. Because They've lost like half funny. half a time. It's like they never, <laughs> they never lose. It, I mean, they, they got that stuff down. But I would love to see Lars, look, I'm not saying it's going to work, but give it a chance. I'd love to see Lars Sullivan come up, absolutely kick the crap out of everybody. And then, yeah, let's see if he can get over. Maybe he will, maybe he won't, but it's a damn sight better than just sticking with the status quo. Like, you know, let's, exactly. let's push him. If you're gonna push him, flip him, push him. That's what I think, anyway. So, uh, yeah, he looks di- he looks different. He's big. He's a monster. Like, it's it's not believable if he loses. If he just takes losses. Yeah, and also if you don't know who he is, like you said, you you know him because you like Brock Lesnar. But there's every chance you may not have known who he was because you don't watch NXT. So if some guy comes up and you see him, you think, oh man, who the hell is that? And then he loses in you know a match. <laughs> you're like, oh okay, well I guess he sucks. I mean, look weird transition but that's the problem with bray wyatt right like it just yeah it became a joke have you seen bray wyatt's tweets recently no i haven't so i, I think my brother showed him but i just i forgot what it said but, hey, dude that is that is the perfect analogy that is that is the perfect <laughs> that's exactly i honestly i read it and i was like i don't know what you're talking about it's the same old gibberish that you spouted before i don't care i don't care and it yeah. lost me straight away and we don't need that yeah. again yeah and i like bray wyatt he was when he was WWE champion, I think that was like his highest height when he pinned AJ Styles in the Elimination Chamber, but then it was like downhill right after that. 
He had a little stint with the Matt Hardy, but then it's like, what else? I know, but they didn't, well, this ties into my other thing. Like, I mean, they just they just don't book tag teams in the right in the right way. Like, I'm really really hoping this restart focuses on tag teams. Like, you know, the other rumor that came out, I think it was today or yesterday, is that apparently I think it was in the Wrestling Observer actually, is that apparently the Young Bucks got offered seven figures, you know, so million million dollar contracts to join WWE, and they turned it down. And of course they're going to turn it down because they're a tag team. When was the last time the tag team was in a main event of any WWE show? Like, it just never happens. Never, unless you're the Shield. And I don't know. Ages ago, right? I mean, you, yeah, is that, you, the fact that you don't even know kind of sums it up. Like, there just isn't a focus on it. And even when, the, you know, the Shield were running roughshod, the idea was still to break them up. Like, that was the idea. You know, we'll push them together yeah. to break them up. So... I, I don't. I don't blame the guys. Like, well, actually, you mentioned all in. What do you think about what the Cody, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are doing? Like, we're we're close to January now, which apparently is D Day to find all this stuff out. I mean, it seems I'm sort of ninety percent confident with all the mumblings out there that they're not going to go to WWE. It seems like this all elite wrestling thing is at least you know partially legit. You know what? Again, you're you're like a proper WWE guy, but you keep your eye on. What's going on outside of that? What do you want to see them do? Like, what what do you think will help the wrestling industry from Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks if they are going to start their uh, own promotion? Oh, well, I have them. Like, I think they're probably going to end up joining WWE not either this year or next because that's the be all end all. Because if they start a wrestling promotion, it's going to be a lot. I'm pretty sure you know, a lot of debt, a lot of trials and tribulations. But if they do, that's great. But I just have. Mo- the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, eventually joined WWE because Kenny Omega already he, he said that he wants to have a AJ Styles WrestleMania match, and AJ doesn't really have too much years in him. As for the Young Bucks, that might be a little because, like you said, they are a tag team, and tag teams are best booked. And for Cody Rhodes, I believe that he wants to end where he started. That's that's just me. No, I get that. I I think it would be like a full circle thing as well, right? Yeah. Like, imagine you could come back as a main eventer after being told that you were just going to be Stardust, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like Drew McIntyre. He came back and and Jinder Mahal. He came know. back as main eventers. Poor, not Jinder Mahal. Oh, no, Poor Jinder, yeah. No, yeah, but I feel sorry for Jinder these days. All he, <laughs> all, all he did was I his know. best. That's it. He just tried his best, and <laughs> now everybody <laughs> hates him. I know, like his 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 pattern wasn't even that bad. It was I, a good heel. Yeah, they didn't give him that much of a chance. No, they really yeah. didn't. Now that's the that, that you, that's the problem though, right? Like they they they'd already written him off before it even started and when that happens yeah. what can you do i mean that is the wwe's fault they probably should have built him up a little bit first a little bit as opposed to just throwing it on him but it is hilarious it is it genuinely genuinely so he, that whole thing i look back on now he should at least be a mid carder like he's in the bottom of the card which is oh yeah he has fallen former champion it's <laughs> 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 fallen right back down to where he was like he couldn't be any further down which is Hey man, that's why I like wrestling. Though I think it's like <laughs> I know <laughs> it, when when people get booked like that, I kind they kind of I, they kind of grow on me a little bit. Like I quite like Jinder Mahal now because I feel like again he's trying really hard, and that's all anybody can do. That's yeah. all you can ask of somebody. Is why I can't believe I'm saying this. I mentioned it on Wednesday. I kind of like Baron Corbin these days. Like I I, do. I, I I like this character Constable Corbin. Great promo, great heat. Yeah, I like them. I, I he and was, how he, how he um. How he, how he overused his power was funny to me. No, I, I think so. I, I like, like, he was overused on the show. Like, they, they, yeah, he, they, they did put, but now, after he got beaten up on Raw, I was like, I feel quite sorry for Baron Corbin. <laughs> it's like, he seems to be getting his ass whipped. And all he was, again, 
So those characters kind of grow on me. I don't know, wait, because I again, uh, this, spoiler. Uh, if you, I won't say the result, but obviously there is Seth Rollins versus uh, Baron. That's the main event of Raw on uh, Monday. Uh, is uh, is oh, okay. yeah. So, um, but I mean, look, he's, I, I, going, he's I, going back to as a wrestler. Yeah, and I, I think you can figure out who wins that match, but I won't say. But I don't think it takes a genius after what happened yeah. on Raw to figure <laughs> it out. But it is interesting in 2019. I mean. I don't want to. If we do look a little bit forward, we'll talk about this more when we get there, of course. But we look at something like the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania 35. Like, yeah, who? Because I think I sit down and think about it. I think there's more options for the women's one about who could win it because story's already in yeah. place. But who do you want to win the Royal Rumble? Because I can't think of anyone. I think Drew McIntyre is the best shout that I've heard. I, I, I think for the women's, I'm probably Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Charlotte. I'll say that. And for the men's. I think I might. I really wanted the Miz to win because want like because it was supposed to be like the Miz was supposed to win the champion from AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan wins for he could win it at WrestleMania, but the roles are reversed now. Miz is becoming more of a face. I like the Miz. He's one of my favorites, and for him to win the championship in WrestleMania is great because he's like a company. Yeah, the WWE Championship. Sorry for that, Bryan, but the Miz should win the World Rumble and get the WWE Champion. You think the Miz, the Miz wins and wins the championship? Yes, from Daniel Bryan. Oh man, I mean that would be great, right? Because what, uh, what do you think about the whole new Daniel Bryan Hill character? Because I love it now. He's completely won him so, over. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, first the first week I was like, okay. And yeah, then I was there. when he, I didn't know the fickle one. And then the week after when he started becoming more like a insulting the crowd because of like environmental things. I'm like, okay, this is the character we're going to. I could tell that he's taking charge of this character and he's doing the one writing the promos and everything. So I'm like. I like it. Yeah, it, it's because it, it, you, you hit the nail on the head, right? It feels real, doesn't it? It doesn't yeah. feel like it's written. It feels like he's doing it, and that and that always helps massively. But I like that. I like the idea of switching it because beforehand you would assume it had been Daniel Bryan winning the championship, maybe from the Miz. But now, yeah, it, it makes sense for. Yeah, it does. It makes sense for someone uh, for the Miz to win and we'll have the baby face. Well, I don't know, maybe they could do that, and you could doubly do that because if at WrestleMania 35 it is going to be the women main eventing. Yeah. Then you can, I'm going to say you can get away with that, but I, I don't think they'd put that on as a main event. Do you know what I mean? So if they've got something else yeah, in that yeah. place, then you can do it. I like that idea. Yeah. I think, I think, a lot, I mean, they'd have to do a lot because they've only got four weeks. So I guess he doesn't have to be a baby face when he wins the Raw Rumble. I guess you've got till April to turn him into a baby face. So yeah, because he's already getting baby face cheers. Like they're, they're doing dark matches of as Daniel Bryan as a heel and the Miz's face. So they already. Sort of planning it in a way. I'm intrigued by that. I, I, I would like that. And as, as for WrestleMania, do you... I, I am convinced now. Like, I think everything that happened on SmackDown and at TLC 2018, you know, all the stuff... And I, I think this is, this is my... Fa- I think about this the other day. This is my favorite thing about 2018. Because for ages... And I get why they were doing it. WWE were like, oh, women's revolution, evolution, whatever it's called. You know, but a lot of it was lip service. Like you didn't actually see what they were saying taking place on screen. But these last sort of four months, there's no two ways about it. Like the women's division has been as good to the men's, if not better. Like I've actually enjoyed it, especially on SmackDown. So the last six weeks, everything with Charlotte and Becky, I want want to watch. It makes me tune in. So if we can now transition that across to being the main event of WrestleMania 35, I've got no problems with it whatsoever. So... Yeah, like, uh, basically, what's your take on it, man? Because I know a lot of people feel the same. Other people don't agree. And I thought Evolution was a great pay-per-view as well. Like, I, I think that was one of the highlights of the whole year. Yeah, I think it should be the main event because Ronda Rousey's the biggest star they got. Big Lynch is the hottest superstar they got. 
And it's just about what is going to be the main event. Is it going to be Becky Ronda or is it going to be a triple threat with Charlotte? Or it could be Charlotte Ronda, but I don't think that's going to happen. Either triple threat or against Becky. And then, because, yeah, Becky Lynch has been hot. Like, I think her, like, what made, what, for me, what made it over the top is when she attacked Ronda and then with the bloody face and everything. If the bloody face wasn't there, we might be talking something else. But with the bloody face, broken nose, everything... She just became like the hardest thing in wrestling. No, absolutely, man. It's like when Austin had his face at WrestleMania against Bret Hart, right? Like that that shot is now iconic. And I'm sure the match would have still been important, but no, no way. No way. Yeah. I, I think that added so much emotion to it. And again, I think it's one I said at the time when I was doing the What Culture video. I think that's gonna come back and we'll all look at it. And while it sucked at the time, it actually will help, you know, it will help Becky Lynch no ends. So yeah, no, I, I think I, in terms of what it's hard because you have to work Oscar into that equation now too, yeah. and I, yeah. I, I I don't I don't I don't know whether I don't know whether you could do a four way, but is that too much? I don't yeah. know. I think that'd be too much. It's just that it could be like I said, the triple threat, or it could be Oscar Charlotte two. I mean three, or you could find another female, another woman wrestler to fight to to wrestle Oscar, but I can't really think of one right now who's been booked to that spot right now. So it's yeah, it's kind of hard like to get who she's going to face. No, I don't know. But that, that's why I actually think 2019 is going to be really interesting. Especially, like, let's, yeah. say, let's say that we've hit the reset button and let's say that we believe it's actually going to turn out all right. Then, you know, that, that to me is really exciting because we've got the whole, again, we don't know what's going to happen day to day. But also, yeah, I don't know who's going to win the Royal Rumble. I've got some ideas, but I'm not sure. And I don't know what's going to happen into WrestleMania 35. I also think by then that we're going to have... Uh, women's tag team titles, so that makes that more interesting. So yeah, cause I, yeah, like it's... I don't know who's gonna face Brock Lesnar. That's the thing. Like that, he has some, he has, he has options. Like I don't know who's gonna take that Universal Championship. But dude, you, dude, you gotta tell me, man. You, you are, you are a proper Brock Lesnar fan. Usually, I'm the only proper. one. But like uh, you, 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 you got into him me, because of him. If it was me, I'll be like, let's just keep it on. <laughs> Dude, I love <laughs> let's it. Let's just keep it on them. <laughs> you're, you're the let's only guy. Play. Yeah, like Seth Rollins. Uh, no, I don't see it. Drew McIntyre, maybe. Roman Reigns was the guy, but he's unfortunately he's dealing with a sickness. What did you think Praise of Roman Reigns before before he got obviously taken away? Um, I always been a, a Roman Reigns guy. I liked his wrestling, like. I, I, he was just like hated because the way he was, in a way, shoved on people's throat. Like this is our guy, but you know that's their guy. Like I liked his matches with AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ AJ Styles is like probably my second favorite, by the way. And with AJ Styles, like he's 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 grown into like a pretty good wrestler, a very good wrestler. And then I got it. Like I didn't want him to beat Brock Lesnar, but I knew like he probably has to. So I got it. I accepted it. I'm like, all right, let's let's see what happens. And then unfortunately the. Inst- he got with an illness, and we'd be talking something else different if he was still here right now. It would be, man. I, mean, I don't think Brock Lesnar would be back yet, right? I, I think Brock Lesnar yeah. would be doing. He'd probably come for I his. I think Brock Lesnar probably he'll be he would he's probably training right now. I don't know. Do you want I to hope s- he goes to back to the UFC? And do you want to see him go back to UFC? Like, is that something? Um, yeah, like him against DC, like Daniel Cormier. That's probably that DC's last fight. That'd be a good match, a good, good, good match. But I, I probably think DC would win. But you know, I just want to. See, but if Brock Lesnar wins, he'll be double champ, and that would be, that would be interesting. Also, if Brock Lesnar does win, does he then go on to fight John Jones? 
Uh, I think that would be the because he's there for big fights. Is either Stipe or I would say John Jones because John Jones he has a fight coming up next weekend for the light heavyweight champ championship. So if he let's say he beats DC, he'll probably call out or John Jones because Brock Lesnar is only there for the big fights, and John Jones is probably the biggest name out there. Yeah, and from John Jones, he's just on another level. He would probably he'll just. Brock well, I was going to say, do you think I don't think Brock Lesnar beats Stipe or John Jones? I love Brock Lesnar, I really, really do. Probably but not. I think they are maybe not. I mean, Steve, there's, there's more of a chance against Stipe, but as much as John Jones annoys me because I feel like he's so talented and keeps throwing yeah. it down the drain, um, yeah. it, you can't deny his natural skill level, which is absurd. Like he's amazing. It's, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He would, he would destroy Brock Lesnar, and I love Brock Lesnar. Because he'll stuff his takedowns and just... Because Brock doesn't like to get hit in the face. And <laughs> no, he does, no that, he does not. He'll be, done, he'll be over. I remember when Braun Strowman... I think he he hit him stiff and then Brock Lesnar just... Oh, yeah, he clapped him. him one, yeah. And he yelled at him as well. Calm uh, the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. I'm like, this is where we're going now? We're doing a shoot match? Let's do it. Oh, man. It'd be, be funny if we just shot him, like... Double leg takedown and just started elbowing him. In a way, I'd like it to happen because you always get these people <laughs> that think that they think that Braun Strowman could beat up Brock Lesnar because he's bigger. No, he and can't. it's like that is not the all American wrestler. Exactly. Like, you, you know, put Braun Strowman into like a match, you'll probably do worse than CM Punk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, we should talk about that in a minute. But it's true. Like, a, a welterweight. In, yeah. in UFC could beat up most people in WWE because they're trained. Exactly. They're trained fighters. Like, it's completely trained. different. Their hands are weapons. Yeah. So as as a wrestling fan, obviously you said you caught CM Punk's latter part of his uh, his massive yeah. reign. Um, what when he started being when he started going out with Paul Heyman? Yeah, exactly. So you got you got kind of not not necessarily the peak peak, but you got damn yeah. good Punk. What did you think about yeah. his uh, his UFC thing? Because my thing with it, and everybody disagreed with me, but I don't care. I forget what you think about CM Punk the human. I know he can be quite a controversial yeah. figure. I think anyone that has the balls to go and do that just oh, gets yeah. my respect. Like just respect exactly. it massively. To to walk down that aisle into the stadium into an octagon against the trained fighter who's been doing this his whole life, and you not you going in there, you have my respect. And because not everyone could do that, everyone could talk the talk, but actually walking down that island to the octagon is a whole different thing. He went there with against someone that he probably knew he was gonna get his ass kicked, but but by he by God he did. But he went out there and he did his best. And I can't. And for all accounts, he trained with Ben Askren and Tywin Woodley, and they and they ha, and they sang his praises about how he's always a hard worker. He came and trained like it was. It just wasn't his night, but because again, it's got the. Mickey Gall, like this first fight, he's been doing this his whole life, so he has my respect. Can't take nothing away from him. Yeah, no, I feel the same. Like you, you can only regret the things you don't do. And no matter what he does now, he's doing commentary now, isn't he? But no matter what yeah. he does, whether he has another fight or not, he did it. He crossed it off his list, and yeah, he didn't do great, but who cares, man? Like I, I, that, that kind of stuff is is, yeah, is irrelevant to me. It. Yeah. So I, I do want to get oh, back. Uh, so go on, man. Yeah. So he's now they 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 offered him a contract. And he took it. He could have easily went to, like to an amateur fight and then came up, but he's he went guns blazing to the highest level in martial arts. And yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, I, I totally lost my. Was I was going to ask something about CM Punk? And CM it's Punk? Yeah, it's completely yeah, just brain. it just flew away from my brain, and it was something. It was <laughs> something about his championship brain. No. Nope. No, yeah, it was. There was something to do. It was something to do with wrestlers crossing across to. 
Oh, okay. To, to UFC, but now nah, it's gone. I'm never going to remember it now. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I do remember the other thing. Do you think he'll go to Bellator? Because I actually think in Bellator, I think it'll still be a draw. I think his name value, like, look, I, I watch Bellator, you know, I probably watch every other show. It depends who's on it. Like, if it's a freak show, I go watch it. But if you put CM Punk on it, I am still intrigued enough that I will follow him. So if he went to Bellator, I'd watch. Um, I, I, that's a tough one. I don't think he would, just because. I think he. I think he feels like he did what he did, and he knows that he's probably not going to get better at it than what he is right now. That's true. Unless they offer him like a low level fight in the prelim card against someone else who's an amateur, then probably yeah. But I don't think he'll go like to like the main card, main stage because he's going. Same thing's going to happen. Oh yeah. The mic- <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's yeah, a- I do watch. Yeah, I do watch Bellator sometimes. They're having a. Fader, Fader's gonna fight. I think in a couple of weeks, so I'm watch that. Yeah, yeah, I always watch Fader. I always watch Fader. What did you think about um, the uh, Tito Ortiz uh, Chuck Liddell match on the Golden Boy oh. a few weeks ago? I mean, what a <laughs> yeah, what embarrassment! Right? <laughs> what embarrassment! They, they, they made their they made their money. God bless them. But that that was a terrible fight. Like uh, you could tell from the from the from the jump that Chuck Liddell he can't even take a jab, so he knew what was gonna. <laughs> You already know what's gonna happen. You can't take one soft one in the chin, and it's then it's lights out for you soon. I I went as soon as I saw him walking, Chuck Liddell. I was like, who was sanctioned this? Who was signed? I, like I I, I, I I was surprised that Los Angeles sanctioned that. California I know sanctioned that. Like, That's what? crazy. I don't know. This man's a damn near senior citizen. You know <laughs> yeah, well, I mean? he is. Honestly, <laughs> I, I know. I know. What I just said about wrestlers. Maybe a couple of wrestlers could beat Chuck Liddell. Not because they're more skilled than him, but he can't move. They're more athletic. They yeah, move, yeah, he can't move. He can't. Seth, Seth Rollins could probably go in there and then give him the hand. I think Daniel Bryan could probably take him out. Like, yeah, I think Daniel see. Bryan's got like training in that. I think because he'd be able to fucking run rings around him because he can't move. Yeah. So what do you do? Yeah, just exactly like crazy. <laughs> that was terrible. Wow. It, really, it really was. And I heard that like I was reading the the payouts for that card. Terrible. People were getting paid like one two thousand. I know five hundred. I know, man. What like, the heck? And then it turned into that whole argument between Oscar De La Hoya yeah. and Dana White. <laughs> was, I was like, oh jeez. Yeah, uh, he calls him Oscar de la Coke. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, it's shoot. just... It, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Dana White's throwing out flipping numbers that he gave to people. I'm like, oh, man, this has gone yeah. bad. This has gone really bad really quickly. But, hey, it was funny. Yeah. Oh, no. It's funny. Oh, oh man. Jesus. Anyway, so I, people get mad at me now because I talked about UFC for a few minutes. But uh, I do like UFC. I do get a kick out of it. Uh, going back to Brock Lesnar quickly, because it's nice to talk yeah. to somebody that kind of feels... I, I, I'm the same as you because... I love him. Yeah, because I enjoy how legit he is. I don't mind when he wins, but I keep that on the low key because I understand the, <laughs> the alternative. But when he won at Crown Jewel, and I know Crown Jewel was a big mess. We don't need to talk about that again. We've done it. But when he won at Crown Jewel and everybody simultaneously groaned, you must have been like, damn yeah. right. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I saw Corbin Hitter with the belt. I'm like, oh, yes. We're going to do this. Let's do it. Gave him the F5 after F5 after F5 after F5. I'm like, oh. The world's good. Because he, here's the thing. I don't really want Braun Strowman as a champion. I don't like him as a champion. For sorry. I don't think... Yeah. No, I'm the same, he dude. Do Matt, he, doesn't, Matt, he doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I'm the same. I for enjoy him. Reason. But yeah, I'm, I, I enjoy he's, him. He's a, but... good, he's a good main eventer. But I want to have him as a champion. But yeah, when Brock Lesnar pinned one to three, I'm like, yes. Yeah, dude. No, I get it. I was happy. I jumped yeah. off my bed. I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> I was certain. I was like, I'm like damn man Bronson's gonna beat him now I'm like nah but he won Brogdon's won so all is good 
No, dude, I, I'm with you, dude. I don't know what it is. I like Braun Strowman a lot, but I, I wouldn't put the belt on him. I made a video about yeah. that for uh, for what culture ages ago. I wouldn't put the belt on him. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I don't know why. It's just a feeling I've got inside yeah. of me. Uh, so, but, did, but so go on, man. You go. Yeah, for Brock Lesnar, like I don't know who could fate, who could beat him for a chance. One person that comes up to mind is Matt Riddle because I assume that if they know each other, he would have the respect. Like you were in the UFC, you came here, you know what it's like to be legit. Maybe. That doesn't mean anything. I don't know. Maybe Brock Lesnar has respect and they let someone beat him. I don't know. Do you think the WWE push Riddle that hard, though? Because, obviously, they have a He's whole... He's a UFC guy, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a UFC guy, so they, 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 they probably put some stock into him. My, my opinion. I hope you're right. I like Matt Riddle. I think... why they t- I know why they took so long to hire him, but, you know... Just do it. Just hire the guy. He's really yeah. good. Like, don't worry about the incidental stuff. So, no, I, I would take that. I think, and a lot of people that don't know Matt Riddle, if you don't watch NXT or you haven't seen his work on the indie scene, he's, he's got something about him. And obviously, yeah, when you see him move around the ring, because he is a, yeah, because he was a, a UFC guy first, martial arts trained, he's just ridiculous. Like, everything is so smooth and effortless. And um, what do you, what do you see for Brock Lesnar in 2019, though? Because... You obviously um, want you obviously want him on Raw for the opposite reason that everybody else does because you want to see him. But I have a feeling yeah. he's just going to turn up at the Royal Rumble and Mania, and then that could be it for a while. I think he could walk away again. Yeah, yeah. If 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 the the plan is to have a match with Daniel Cormier in March, then you're not going to see him. You're probably not. You might see him in the Royal Rumble. Might not. You actually are. He has a match. What am I saying? But yeah, you, you'll see him for like maybe one or two weeks because he's going to train for the fight. And then WrestleMania, and then if let's say he beats DC, he go he does WrestleMania, drops the title or not, won't see him for a while. But if he loses, uh, he, same thing, because I don't see no one right now who could beat him honestly. And I, I, I yeah, I hope he stays champion. But yeah, I don't well, know. well, it's it's Braun Strowman it's versus all, Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all dependent on what happens and with the UFC if he's in the if he's gonna get that match in March or not. Then I would, I would like to more think about it some more. It's interesting. It is March. That is the worst time for him to have it in terms of a wrestling booking standpoint, isn't it? Yeah. He could get screwed up and come to WrestleMania all cut up and everything. I, I Probably not even make it. <laughs> I would prefer it. From a, from, in terms of what I like to watch, I would prefer it. If, let's say he does have the match. I, I know this would never happen, but he doesn't need to have the physical belt. I would rather he walked into... Uh, uh, he walked into his UFC Championship match as the Universal Champion. Because then, if he does win, I don't think he would beat Cormier. But you never know. If he does win, yeah. how flipping cool is that? Like yes, you've got double the... sport champ. Yeah. Wow. Like, I just think that sells itself, right? It's, it does. If he, okay, if he wins the... If he does win the UFC belt, then WWE's not going to let him drop that Universal belt for a while. Let's, let's be clear here. Like, come on. Well, then he's had if his he UFC wins, match as well. Yeah. Exactly. So you, you won't have another match to what? End of the year, probably? Earliest? So that, you know, that way, I don't know. I just think that creates such a cool story. And I know we all hate it Brock, does. whatever, but I don't know, man. It, I, I like it. I really like it. I don't is know what's going to happen. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And if, if anything, look, we were talking about superstars earlier. I'm not, I don't. I, are... Sorry, man. Oh, yeah. no, they're, 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 sorry about that. People complain about how he's a part timer. Like, you wouldn't take that deal to work limited dates for millions of dollars? Come oh, on. Man, everybody I would. would. Everybody would. Everyone would. Everyone would. Everyone would. And he already. He did full-time back in the day, so what's the yeah. complain about? He didn't like it. <laughs> he, exactly, just, yeah. he just left. He just said, late, go to the NFL. Yeah, oh man, he's, he's such a crazy person. I think that's why I love him. He's nuts. He's absolutely nuts, and that's why I like him. He just does not give a shit. It, 
that's why I like him. He's like the biggest bully in WWE. He's a bully. That's his character, and I yeah. like it. No, I, I do too, he man. Beats the, he beats the crap out of people. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I totally agree. I just remember so much segments. The Heath Slater one, he just beat him up. Mark Henry just beats him up. Oh, man. Bo Dallas, he just beats him up. It's all these segments, he just comes and beats someone up. The Heath Slater one is so good, I remember it to this day. Because that's when he somehow manages to get in and out the ring in about 30 seconds, isn't it? Like, he is yeah. so quick. He slides out the ring, and he just appears at the other side of it within, like... like how did he do that so quick? Honestly, I don't care, man. I like Brock Lesnar. I do. You, that's my favorite. Yeah, oh, no, I get the appeal, man. I get it. And I'm not saying that he hasn't... Well, I, I don't even put the troubles of the Universal Championship on his shoulders. I think that was WWE's fault. Like, that... Yeah, that, that, that's, that the con- that's his contract. Yeah, that fell off a cliff ever since the whole Finn Balor thing happened. And ever since then, they've been trying to catch up, really. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar just happened to fall into that. But <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm with you, man. So what's your, what's your favorite? Like, screw it. We'll just be a Brock Lesnar loving for the last few minutes. What is, what's your favorite Brock Lesnar moment? Like, what is the one thing you look back on and you're like... Because I think, as weird as it sounds, uh, I, I mean, there are, there are probably other ones if I think about it. But the one that always springs to mind is, and it's a recent one, I really loved everything they did with Goldberg at the end of 2016. Because oh, that... That was actually, sorry, side note. That was actually that's that is the reason I bought the WWE Network because I saw Goldberg come back against Brock Lesnar. Like I have to have it, and that's why I bought the WWE Network. Well, there you go, man. You and see, I, and I was and I was so shocked when he lost that quick. I was like, no way. But that's why it was, was great, like, right? It made Rose me want to talk match. about it. Yeah, it was a great match. Any... The WrestleMania one was one of my favorites too. Anything that makes me want to talk about it. I was desperate to talk about it and desperate to sort of find podcasts. And, you know, it's one of the, honestly, moments like that are a reason I started doing this podcast. Because I was like, I searched for content from anybody just because I wanted to get other people's opinions. So I thought, well, maybe I can do that myself. Like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll start doing it. I agree. I loved how quick it was. It properly shocked me. I loved their WrestleMania match. I think it's, um, and let me double check this. Before I say this out loud, let me, it was WrestleMania 33, right? 33, the one with uh, Roman Reigns. And of Anderson. course, of course, yeah. So it went on that for... That was probably the best match on the card next to AJ and... It was. Oh, yeah, it went on for four minutes and 45 seconds. So honestly, I think that Freaking is... easy. Yeah, I think yeah, that I is my... watch it. Yeah, I think it's my favorite sort of sub five minute match in history. I can't remember a match that went less time that I enjoyed more than that one. I, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's like they came with the limited finishers just into the match. But sometimes it's that fierce, works. Fierce. It does work. Because, like, if it's going to be a short match like that. Yeah, and everyone moans as well. This is oh, all WWE matches are the same. And I think there's an argument there. But that's why it was great. I was like, oh my gosh, we're, we're just not mucking around at all. <laughs> Honestly. And it's say, I mean,. I did. The only. The only okay, the, I will say, because I know what people will mention. The blip was when Kevin Owens lost in about, you know, eight seconds to Goldberg. I did make me sad because I love Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens is fantastic. However. Yeah. You know, but, that was just unfortunate. That was just one of those things. There's lightning in a bottle. Yeah. You can't you can't control it, so. Yeah. But that gave us Brock Goldberg, so. Yeah. Man, I Yeah, but it. I, I, when he won, I'm like, what? When he beat Kevin Owens so quick, I'm like, why, why did he do that? Yeah, exactly. But then, but then they, they, I think the Fiend after, like, they're going to do a Brock Lesnar Goldberg match again. I'm like, okay, never mind. It's good then. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kevin. Sorry, KO. You're just caught in the middle of this. It's true, man. That's just bad, bad timing is all, is all that was. So, yeah, I mean, top of your head, other than that one, what, what's your favorite, what's your, your standout Brock moment that you, you always Brock think moment, about? I got two. <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he absolutely annihilated 
Randy Orton's skull with his elbows. And oh my gosh! Killed John Cena SummerSlam. Oh man! Years back. That's one of my favorite pay per views because of that match. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I could not believe it. Yeah, I'm like, what? Super Cena's gonna get squashed? Like, I this? know. Oh, it's... But it was Brock Lesnar. I was like, hey. I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's the one time. So you you pick and choose. You chose Lesnar over Cena that night. Yeah, yeah. It's probably it's Brock. My 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 rankings like my favorites is Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Randy Orton, AJ Styles. So what do you? But what do you think when you see Brock Lesnar annihilating Randy Orton with elbows? I'm like that was brutal, like, man. I, I was brutal. I'm like he's giving the the bows. He's sharpening up the the elbows like that, and he's it was legit. I'm like, hey, Randy Orton signed up for it, so. St- it's just bloody. That thing was. That may have been too much for me. I think that's where my. I think that's where my uh, my weak side comes in. I'm like, this is too crazy. Um, but Randy, he, he knew it was gonna happen, though. Well, yeah. No, it's true. You're not wrong. You're not. You're, you're not wrong. But that was. That yeah. That was. That was. Oh man, I, I watched it. Uh, not the but, other but day. He, he, he did. He did cut him up pretty badly. Like he. Him up pretty badly. Oh, yeah. I just, if someone ever said to me, Miller, we want to go out there and this massive guy is just going to slam you with elbows, I'd be like, can we come up with a different ID idea? Like, I really, this doesn't sound like a good idea at all. That was so brilliant. He's done that. Who's the other guy he did that to? He hard weighed somebody else, didn't he? Uh, I don't remember um, what it was. I don't remember what it was. I remember that he, he smashed somebody else in the head, and I was like, flipping Nora. Actually, talking of that, before we do before we do wrap up as well, WrestleMania 31, Lesnar versus Reigns. That is one of my favorite sort of unexpected matches ever. I loved that. I know they kicked the absolute shit out of each other, but that was so good. That was such a top match. I loved that. I, was abs- oh, um, I think that was before. I didn't see that WrestleMania. I saw. I think the first WrestleMania I saw was thirty three. The one we're talking about. Oh man! When I bought the network. Oh, yeah, there you go, but I did know the like the results and everything. But yeah, that was unexpected. Like when I was reading about it, I'm like, what? That's never been done before. Like someone catching in the main event. Oh, it was great. Yeah, then, honestly, then man. People's, then people's reactions. And I saw. I saw um, a video of DC Daniel Cormier. He went. He was in his attendance. He went wild when he saw Stone Cold do that. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> I love Cormier. DC is the best. I just he's a good guy. I love him. Oh, he's such a nice he's guy. I don't. I don't know why everyone hated him a couple of years back. Like yeah. he's a lovely guy. He's, he's, he's a good guy. guy. Yeah. Like, Jones is the bad. I like Jones too, but you know, nah, he's he... not like a human like them. <laughs> yeah. He's a good sound of guy. <laughs> I, exactly. <laughs> I just thought as well. This is the perfect way to finish this because you like Brock Lesnar, right? You are a Brock Lesnar guy. We've established this I'm so Brock much Lesnar so. Guy, yeah. We've spent a lot of time talking about Brock Lesnar. It's made me really happy. But I know, obviously, you didn't see this, but you do know that Brock Lesnar is the man that defeated Undertaker's streak. And you probably know how much that pisses wrestling fans off. Now, again, I've always put my hands up and said, I actually think it was the greatest, one of the best things WWE's ever done. (laughs) I thought it was really smart. And I'm going to assume that you agree. Yeah, because when we look at it like this, Brock Lesnar is the guy against Undertaker. Just look at the both. Just look at the, the two guys next to each other. Come on, yeah, Brock right. Lesnar's like he's a he's actually a legit guy. He's like he's coming from the UFC. He's he's he was an actual. He's like he was a, the correct guy to beat Undertaker because they had a they had a history. Brock is a legit guy. Like he doesn't lose often, so he's beating everybody. Yeah. Like who else at that time would beat uh, Undertaker? John Cena? Maybe I don't know. But I did, I didn't have any problems with that. Because if it was someone else, maybe. But it was Brock Lesnar. He's a legit guy. He's a main eventer. Yeah. Dude, I totally agree. I, to- I, I, I always thought it was the right thing uh, the right thing to do. Or, or if you were going to be... Uh, either don't do it 
or choose someone that I can believe to do it. And Brock Lesnar was yeah. that guy. No question. Exactly. No question. Well, there you go. I look forward to getting loads of comments about this, telling me how much people can't <laughs> believe this has been. This is what we said. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, so, I, I get, so I just, do you think Brock Lesnar will retain at the Royal Rumble? Do you think he'll make it to WrestleMania with his belt? That's the last question I will ask you. Absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. Confidence. I, Confidence I for a Brock Lesnar fan. I, I don't see Braun Strowman doing this. He already had his... Many chances. He lost all of his chances. That's true. No, it's true. He did. You're not wrong, Daniel. You're not wrong. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> That's. I love that. See, this is why, honestly, but some people don't get the Patreon podcast. This is why I love them. Who, if you had told me 50 minutes, 55 minutes ago, you're going to wind up talking about Brock Lesnar so much. I said, what? But we have. And it's been awesome. It's put a smile on my face. I love it. Right, dude. Damn. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, is there anything yeah, you want to pimp you. out? Any Twitter? You don't have to, but I always like to give people the choice. Anything you uh, want to throw out there, please do now. Oh, no, no, no. I'm good. He's Just- all good. Maybe if we could do this again sometime. I, well, dude, I was going to say, man, there is no way we can go through the Raw Rumble, have that match and not get you back on. So after the Raw Rumble, get in touch. We'll find a date that works and we need to talk about it, especially if he loses. Especially if he loses. Yeah. You might not see me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, do, do, no, right, right, now, anything happens with Brock Lesnar, we sort out a time you come on the podcast. You're now my Brock Lesnar really? guy. You're my Brock Lesnar yeah. guy. No two ways about uh, it. For sure, I'll come after that Royal Rumble. We'll see damn what right, damn right, right, dude. Thank you it'll so be much. Funny, it'll be funny. Sorry, it'll be funny if he loses the championship, enters the Royal Rumble, and wins the Royal Rumble. Exactly. Oh, oh dude, can you imagine? Can you imagine the <laughs> that, anger? The anger of people. <laughs> I'll take it. It'll be like when Roman Reigns came out. But yeah, thanks. Oh, man. Man, I'm excited now. But yeah, dude, honestly, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your support. For sure. And thank you, everybody, uh, for listening to. Like I said, this may be the last episode of the year. I am going to try and fit one in next uh, next week. But as you can imagine, it's the holiday season. It's Christmas week. It just sends things a bit crazy. But I will do what I can. But look, honestly, if I don't, thank you so much for all the support over the last 12 months. Uh, the community and the uh, audience around this is even bigger than I possibly could have imagined. So, yes, thanks to my man, Daniel. And thank you to everybody else listening. We will, of course, be back in the new year to start building up to the Royal Rumble. I am on Twitter at Simon316, at Instagram at Simon316. You can listen to all of these and a bunch of other content at youtube.com forward slash the middle report rules. Obviously, give us five stars if you're on iTunes. And again, if you can support at patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller316, please do. But either way, Merry Christmas, Merry Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy whatever you celebrate. And I will hopefully talk to you all again soon.